Hello and welcome to another episode of Success Quest. I'm Jacob Harmon and today we have a real treat for you. And I'm just going to jump right into it. I did an interview this week and I think it was an amazing interview and I learned so much. So I'm excited to share this with you guys. All right. Well, today I have Brian Ford with me and I'm actually really excited to have him on the show today because I've been listening to his podcast and he also does a podcast and I've been incredibly impressed with everything that he's doing. So I'm happy to have you on, Brian. How are you doing today? I'm doing great and I appreciate you giving me a listen. It's always nice to get some feedback from a fellow podcaster. For sure. Sometimes you never know who's listening, right? You just kind of throw it out there and hope that someone catches on to it. Oh, yeah. It only takes one. I actually, just a quick little story. So um, I recently reached out to a mentor um, who's going to be on board and help me with some stuff. Super excited about him. I'm going to have him on my podcast too. But he told this story of where he created, he's a matchmaker. His name is Paul Brunson. And he, he created this YouTube show way before he was credible or qualified in making a YouTube show. And he decided that he was just going to put something out there to see what happened. And for the first couple of months, he was getting eight views, 20 views, 11 views, you know, nothing huge. But then after those first couple of months, he was in touch with Oprah because Oprah was one of those 11, 20, eight views, you know, and it just, it just goes to show you that it's not always about quantity. Like you got to really look into the quality of it. So you and I, you know, you never know who's listening and that's the beauty of it because it's just about putting yourself out there and whoever receives it and whatever they want to do with it, that's kind of out of your hands, but it's your responsibility to provide it for others. So that's a quick little anecdote to get it started. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. I, I mean, I really needed to hear that today, actually, because we've been putting this out for a few months now. I think this is episode 19, and our numbers are okay. They've been growing, but they they aren't crazy. I mean, it's not like we have thousands of listeners every week, and it's something that I, I, I've had to motivate myself to keep going because I know that this is a good movement, and I'm excited about what we're doing with SuccessQuist. But I, sometimes it grows a little slower than you want it to. So it's it's a good reminder to remember that it's about quality, not quantity. Sure. And I think that coming from anyone who started small and has grown a podcast, you know, like Jordan Paris, like Mark Metry, like myself, you need to kind of be able to, to dissociate that original metric and just being like, oh, man, it's not catching fire mm-hmm. like I expect it to, because that's just the nature of it. Like there's this natural germination period for a podcast where you just kind of need to get your feet wet, get rooted, kind of get settled, and then it will accelerate kind of at random. But it's all about kind of getting through that first hurdle of the two months, six months, you know, whatever it ends up being. Um, Because then kind of you get some benefits with the algorithm and you have enough content out there that people start binging and sharing, Mm -hmm. you know, so just like there's this critical mass almost of that you have to reach as a podcaster with no audience to end up getting that acclaim. So just... I encourage you to stick at it because uh, the breakthroughs are, are soon to come. You just need to trust that. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's kind of what we've been doing. We've been trying to be consistent. I mean, we've come out with an episode every single Thursday for the past two months. And I know that eventually people are going to find us and people are going to really get excited about what we're talking about. But 
I mean, this isn't about us. This is about you today, Brian. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just always curious. <laughs> I mean, what's your story? Yeah. So how did you get where you're at? You've you're currently had a got amazing podcast with the self improvement podcast. What mm. got you to that point, and how did you decide to start a podcast? Uh, yeah, that's a loaded question. I I never thought I was <laughs> going to be the person to even have a podcast for a long time, and this was probably six years ago. You know, I was like, who who has the authority to put a microphone next to their lips and talk for an hour and think that that's worth listening to. Like you, what you have to say is so important that others are going to tune in and spend their time listening to you. I always had that weird approach to podcasting. And then I realized mm-hmm. like, no, it's, this isn't a self-promotion resource. This is more an education and a, and a connecting resource. And once I kind of shift my mentality on that, I became more okay with it. I started consuming them more and I started really, you know, taking it seriously about, oh, what is my personal brand going to look like and how, how can I accelerate that growth and start reaching the frontiers that I'm looking for in my career? But, but the origin of the podcast, it actually started as an Amazon Alexa flash briefing because I was entering the field of marketing. Um, I was in medical device sales previously, and then I, I'm still working for a startup, and I'm kind of the marketing business development strategy role in it. And since I was entering that new space, I figured, okay, what is the cutting edge space that I can just really own and be the expert in? Because I don't have the experience of the other people running the drop shipping businesses and the digital ads and the branding, you know, like I'm obviously going to learn that stuff. It's going to be important for my role. But what can I really own and like be an expert in? And I was like, well, audio and marketing, eh, it's still kind of new. Let me see if I can do that. So that's when I started doing the research into Amazon Alexa. And, you know, really, I built the podcast just as a reason to test my entrepreneurial spirit to see if I could actually identify a marketing problem and kind of grow business on a smart home technology you know so that's kind of where it started and i guess there are other parts to it so that's the reason why i chose voice as my medium then i chose personal development because if i'm going to spend my time doing something might as well do something that's going to benefit me so personal development is the perfect example of that and kind of with you you know on success quest you're hearing all these great stories of people that have become successful and just as much as you're providing this for other people you're listening and you're learning you know so you've made a very intentional and positive choice also And then last, which kind of goes into the marketing side, is being an entrepreneur, just seeing if you can really identify a problem or a void in the current landscape and provide a solution that people adopt. And fortunately for me, I feel like I've I've found a a cool little niche in the personal development community, and I'm, I'm very grateful that other people agree. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm I'm really into technology, and just on the technology side of it, with the Amazon Flash briefing, with Amazon Alexa, is that really easy to turn that into a podcast into a flash briefing is it basically just an mp3 file yeah so it's an rss feed so if you talk about the actual specifics of it it's your rss all you have to do is create an account on amazondeveloper.com and then your rss pushes to that you need to just create a profile that like literally it only takes five minutes to get it set up like it sounds like such a difficult process of like oh like man that's such a that's such a complex technology how am I possibly gonna do that and it's like it's just as easy as creating a podcast and I think people don't realize that but in terms of Mm -hmm. actually translating a podcast into an Amazon Alexa flash briefing I think the resistance isn't in the technology adoption I think the resistance is the form of the content so a flash briefing is kind of like you're first in the morning, stretching my arms, stretching my legs. What am I going to listen to for two minutes, five minutes, you know, something brief. And a lot of podcasts are those half hour, 45 minute long episodes. And people aren't going to spend that time in bed as they're doing their morning routine. But that quick hitter, that right. two minute, that five minute, that's what people are actually going to kind of opt into. And that's why the format of my podcast, Self-Improvement Daily, 
are two minute tips because it's every single day. It still is available on Amazon Alexa as a flash briefing, but the growth occurred as a podcast, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that. Uh, but, but it's because it, yeah, I mean, in terms of the translation, like you need to have that content type really honed into the platform that you're on. I got lucky that it worked on podcast, but I designed it for that smart home technology, kind of like that quick tidbit. That's what it's for. Yeah. And one of the things that I've really enjoyed about your podcast is the fact that it is those bite-sized segments. It's something that's really easy to listen to. And I think Mm -hmm. that it gives you a competitive advantage because so many podcasts are long. It gives you something unique that a lot of people will Mm -hmm. latch on to. And I think if you're If any of our listeners are thinking about starting a podcast or a blog or some sort of business, that's a really important thing to look for something that sets you apart, something that's different. And I think that you've done that, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And I mean, if we're talking about best practices, if someone did want to start a podcast, something that I've completely benefited from, these are actually kind of industry secrets that I haven't really shared much. (laughs) So this is, this is a little, yeah, a little tip for you guys. The exclusive is, uh, (laughs) Yeah, no, this is the exclusive. I've only recently come upon it too, which is why I probably haven't shared it as much. But so there are, there are a few things that have really contributed at least to my podcast growth. The first is the title, Self-Improvement Daily. If you th- if that were a blog, that has a very obvious search term and you know keyword match in terms of a search engine. Mm-hmm. So Self-Improvement Daily on Apple Podcasts owns the self-improvement search term. So I got really lucky just from a SEO play, you know, a search engine optimization play. You think of Apple podcast, that is also a search engine. People type in something and they want to find something. And since my title is self-improvement daily, when people type in self-improvement, which is a very common, you know, phrase, then I end up being what they choose. And since it's self-improvement daily, it matches exactly what they're looking for. Like, oh, I just want some self-improvement tips. They're like, well, this is obvious. This is what you're, this is what you're providing. So I just benefited from that with having a name that is designed for search engine optimization. That's the first thing that I would encourage for anyone making a podcast. That's the, that's the biggest one, I think. And then the second one is frequency of content. So since I'm posting every single day and since it's short and only two minutes, people go through multiple episodes. So my play counts are, are elevated based on pe- the same listeners listening multiple times. Mm-hmm. And what the, the algorithm for Apple Podcasts hasn't figured that out being like, oh, since it's shorter, you know, I should treat this any differently. They just treat plays as plays. So since I have all of these plays coming through, they're like, oh man, people must really like this podcast because there are so many people listening to it completely. So I'm benefiting from the algorithm supporting me because they see that people are finishing my episodes. Mm-hmm. So I'd say those are the, the two real factors that I've, bl- from blind luck, really benefited from in growing this podcast. And if anyone's starting today, those are two things I would be really intentional about designing into the, the topic or the the real framework of your podcast. That's really cool. I know just anecdotally, I have listened to multiple of your episodes more than once. (laughs) I'll listen to it and sometimes I get distracted. I might be doing the dishes or doing something else. And then I'm like, wait, I just missed that whole podcast. Let me go listen to it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it gets you coming back. And, And that's the thing is like, And if a new one were to come on too, then you'd be like, oh, well, it's only two minutes. Like, I'll just Mm -hmm. finish this one. You know, if you're 30 seconds into it or something. So like, it really does not only optimize our psychology in the way that we prefer to consume content, uh, content, which is completely, but also the algorithm and just the frequency of plays and the frequency of content helps to really promote this, this fast growing kind of podcast. It's definitely Mm -hmm. something I'd suggest. 
Yeah, and I've also noticed that it's one of the first ones I play because I know that it's short. It'll get off my list mm-hmm. real quick because I have a really long list of podcasts and I'm trying to get through them. And I'm like, oh, Self-Improvement right. Daily, that one will be over quick. <laughs> so I yep. listen to yours and then I'll go on to some of the more long ones. So that's ingenious. I love that's it. awesome. <laughs> yeah, you're just warming up with me. That's all it is. I know I hear that all the time. Is it, like, especially since it's two minutes, like it can it can be easily incorporated into someone's routine. So I hear people going like, "Yeah, it's the first thing I listen to when I wake up. You're actually my alarm clock." I'm like, "Whoa, that's creepy, but I'll take it." <laughs> and then someone else is like, "Yeah, right after I meditate, I I play you." And then someone else is like, "Yeah, when I'm first thing I do when I get in the car, just like you. The first thing I do when I get in the car before I play my full list of podcasts, I listen to yours because I know I'll get through it." And, you know, and I kind of have a a cheerful energy and it's just kind of like an optimistic, positive start to the day because I always kind of deliver enthusiasm. So it it almost primes the rest of the content in this positive light. So, no, I I do get people kind of telling me that that feedback and I'll take it, you know, whatever way it comes. It's just I'm I'm honored that that many people listen to me. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. it really is special. Yeah. And I want to touch on something that you mentioned when you were first introducing yourself. You talked about how you wanted to kind of start something and then you also wanted to do it in the self-improvement field because you wanted to benefit yourself. And something that me and my partner have talked about a lot with success quest is that we don't feel like success experts. We feel like we're learners. (laughs) And I think that Uh by producing this content every week and working on it every day, we're becoming more successful and we're becoming experts in success do you feel like it's been the same way with self-improvement has the podcast had a positive influence in your life as the creator oh absolutely i think i think the podcast has had more of an influence on myself than anyone that's listened to it because (laughs) i mean that's such a great part i mean because yeah when i was talking about the creation of the podcast i chose personal development and what it did was it it held me accountable to educating myself about personal development if i if i need to create a new self-improvement tip every day, best be sure that I am reading, I am listening, I am observing, I am very in tuned with the things going on around me. And and so as a response, and especially too, if I'm, if I come up with a new tip that, you know, either I source it from YouTube or someone kind of offhand mentions it to me, great example is cold showers. You know, someone said like, hey, do you take cold showers? I'm like, no, I don't. Let me do some research. I made a tip about it. Then the next morning after I posted it, I was in the shower and I was like, dang it, I need to take a cold shower, <laughs> like shoot. And that's, I mean, that's what it does is like, it's, it's held me so accountable to all these different things. And now I have a gratitude journal and now I have goal sheets. I mean, I obviously was doing a lot of this stuff beforehand because it didn't just come from nothing. You know, I was practicing what I preached for a while, but, but it's encouraged me to incorporate all of these new things in my life that are so welcome and so, you know, such positive contributors to kind of the state of life that I'm in right now. So I'm, no, I'm super grateful for that accountability. But in terms of authority, in terms of feeling like an expert, I still don't think I'm an expert. I, I see myself right. as an educator and I've been very intentional in positioning the content that I share in a way that if I disagree with it, I say like, hey, this didn't work for me, but this is what other people do. You know, it's I don't have any mm-hmm. cookie cutter tried and true like, oh, this is the morning routine that works for everyone. Like, I mean, first off with personal development, that's absurd to say that anything works for everyone. <laughs> But, but just to even speak on like, oh, like meditation, like you really need to do meditation with gratitude. Like that's something that totally opened my eyes. I had some amazing moments when I was doing gratitude meditation, or sorry, gratitude meditation. I was going backwards there. I'm going too (laughs) fast. 
but but once I you know once I had that moment I was talking to other people about it, and they're like yeah you know like I prefer gratitude in this form and then it's just like okay sure that's fair like I'm my, like it's not my way or the highway like it's very okay for you to find your own rhyme and own rhythm with the, the stuff that you're doing so and yeah in terms of being an authority it has been a slow crescendo up to feeling more confident but I still don't feel like I'm in that place even though a lot of people would argue I am because you know I have built an audience and I have gotten mm-hmm. to that place where I I'm credible and and I think that just goes I think that all came from uh, just being self-aware of the fact that I don't know everything. So kind of really being transparent with the right. audience saying like, hey, this is me. I tried this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm launching a tip next week that's about keeping your phone away from your bed, you know, which is you reduce blue light. And, you know, the first thing that you do in the morning is no longer touching your phone. The last thing you do before you go to bed is no longer looking at a Facebook or Instagram feed. You know, there's all these benefits that come from it. I incorporated that like a month or two before I wrote the tip. And I say that being like, hey, this is something I'm still trying that works for me. So it kind of really does present the material in this kind of experimental way that I think people resonate with and kind of think of like, okay, this is this is something I can try. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So I think that kind of is a nice bridge between Mm -hmm. just providing ideas and also providing authority is just really positioning it in a certain way. Right. Well, and I I think we're living in a world where people want authentic voices. And sometimes I like finding people that aren't necessarily experts, but are kind of on the journey with me. And so Mm -hmm. I know that, at least for me, I appreciate that. I appreciate someone who's transparent and authentic and says, hey, I'm not an expert. I don't know everything but I'm willing to figure things out and research and work on things with you. I appreciate that mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. And what we find ourselves in is, you know, there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes as a podcast host and just the education and the work and the preparation, you know, like yada, yada, there's so much that goes into it that I don't think people, it's not that they don't appreciate it. I just don't think they're aware of it, you know, and like how I, I do try and read a book every two weeks just to get those new ideas. And I do try to, meditate on different subjects to see how it works you know so it's like there there, there's this responsibility that we find ourselves in this accountability because we're producing this content and because we're serving as an educator that then converts into us accelerating our growth in that department because we're just trying to get better at it you know i mean so much it's so much of growth and especially you know talking about self-improvement you know self-improvement daily so much of growth and and by growth you know leads to success is just consistency. And that's what a podcast has really done for me is it's forced me to be consistent every single day tracking, you know, tracking the data of my podcast, you know, tracking how much I meditate. Did I do my three goals for the day? Did I, did I reach out to one person in my network? You know, just like all of these things that I know are good for me. The fact that I find myself as an authority really holds me accountable to being, oh, I got to practice what I preach. And it's like, and that has just further compounded into me separating myself on a path and an acceleration that otherwise wouldn't have happened without the podcast. That makes perfect sense. Cool. And so because your podcast is a daily podcast, do you ever find yourself overwhelmed trying to figure out topics or how do you brainstorm and organize all the topics? Yeah, surprisingly, no. And I don't know why. I think, I think honestly, I'm just really curious. Like, (laughs) I, I prefer to observe and I prefer to think a second layer, a third layer deeper 
on some of the things that are in front of me. You know, a great example of this was there was one time that I was in the car and I was singing to the radio and I was having a good time. I was done with work. And I looked over to my left and I saw the person in the car next to me looking at me like dumbfounded, like, what are you doing? Like, you look like an idiot. <laughs> and I and I had a moment of reflection being like, yeah, I think I do look like an idiot. And then I thought deeper, <laughs> why, why do I care if I look like an idiot? And then I realized, oh, I don't care that I look like an idiot because what does that person's perspective of me really matter? Like they're gone, they're turning left, I'm going straight, see you later, sayonara. You know, like there's no issue. <laughs> so then I went home and I just kind of had that moment of reflection talking about like, okay, like sing in the car. Why is that a good thing to do? And then I talked about one side, which was the, what I just explained, the mentality of it, of, you know, just kind of live in your own world. Don't do things because others might judge the way that you're doing it. You know, just like really be your own person, be unique, but obviously have respect for others. That was no harm to anyone else. And then I thought on the more the physiological and the scientific side of it, like, okay, why is singing good for you? And as I learned, I didn't know that at the time, but as I learned is that when you sing, you have very quick inhalations and very long exhales. That's what singing is. And that's a form of yoga breathing. So boom, now you're doing yoga while you're singing, you know? So it's like, and that's kind of what I try and do with my tips is I'm like, all right, how can I take this example or this thing that I learned, package it in a new light that other people might not have thought of, and then just deliver that extremely concisely, extremely effectively with a call to action at the end being, okay, and this is how you can do it today for yourself, or this is how you can think about it in a new way for yourself. And it's, it's something that I guess I just see enough in my environment that I don't think twice about it. Like today I was driving to work and I, I wrote down two things in a little note on my phone because I was like, Oh, have I thought about this? Don't think there's a tip yet. All right, done. And then another one, you know, just, it kind of happens just when you're observant. That's awesome. And another thing that I'd like to ask you is you mentioned that you're working in the medical device field and Mm-hmm. Is self-improvement daily your side hustle? Is How do you juggle those two different jobs and two different responsibilities? How, yeah. how does all that work in your life? Yeah, I mean, especially with the demands of self-improvement daily. Like I need a new audio you know, piece of content every single day. So yeah, I mean, the distinction is the, the company I work for, the medical device startup, is my full-time job. That is my salary. That is probably where my business potential is. You know, that's where my career is going is, you know, because it's a really exciting, you know, about to pop kind of thing that I'm really excited to write it. You know, it's, it's something I'm passionate about. And then, and right. then my passion project is the way that I describe it. My passion project is the podcast. And it's at the level now where I could monetize it. I could try to go full time. I could try to really, I don't know, just start shooting my shot with it. But that kind of takes away from the intent of what I'm trying to create. You know, so like at with self-improvement daily, I, I've become very intentional about what I'm using it for. I'm not trying to monetize it. I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to get more speaking engagements or like really bolster my acclaim. Like what it's become for me is a vehicle to network and accountability to my personal development. So when I'm when I'm making decisions on like, okay, is this a good way to spend my time um, on the podcast? It comes down to those two things. Is this is this broadening my network mm-hmm. or is this helping me learn about myself and something that I can incorporate? And, you know, oftentimes you can spin things where, yes, it is both, you know, and that's, 
And that's kind of the the beautiful part of it. And, and kind of also the second that I feel like I start asking my audience for something, you know, if I start monetizing it, there's an advertisement that runs and I start kind of, you know, we talk about jab, 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 right hook with Gary Vee. The second I start asking and hooking, then that just kind of starts sullying your reputation and your brand just because people know like, okay, like there's something else going on behind the scenes. And I think something that is a huge mm-hmm you know, something that really separates me is my authenticity. Um, and, you know, I, I come off extremely genuine and just very, like I said, very transparent about where I'm at and what I'm sharing. And I think if I were to try and monetize it, it would take from that. And that, that goes against what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to create a resource that others really value and that I'm just, you know, I want to offer value because it comes back so much in those two ways of personal development and networking. It just comes back so, so full that I don't even need to think about trying to get more out of it. You know, it's, it's, it, it couldn't ROI more or, you know, from what I'm doing for it. It's just, it's amazing when you just kind of put out quality content with no expectation from others. Mm-hmm. That's really awesome. It reminds me of my wife, actually, she loves making bows and mm. we have a little daughter and while she was pregnant with that with that little girl she was making bows that entire time and she makes really good bows and so i told her hey you should start an etsy shop and <laughs> she looked at me and she said hey yep. if this turns into a business i won't like it anymore <laughs> and right. i think there's a lot to that sometimes you just need something that's a passion project something that you do for fun and you do because you love it, not necessarily because you're expecting it to make money. So that's really cool. Yeah. And there's, so I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because what at the core of all of that is identity, you know, like you identify with the things that you do. So with self-improvement daily, since I'm not making money from it, I have to identify in a different way. And that's what I've come to internalize is I identify as I do it, you know, like I have to ex- explain to myself why I'm doing it or else, you know, cognitive dissonance is a you know, defense mechanism that we have. I, I do this. Well, I must enjoy it. You know, like what, el- mm-hmm. what other reason do I have to do it? Right. So it's like and I then I, I think I enjoy it more because I identify as, oh, this is my me time. This is something I like doing. This is something I'm proud of. And having that mm-hmm. identity piece is huge. And I mean, that kind of comes back to just the core of self-improvement personal development is just identity with what you're trying to create or improve upon or insight is a really um, I mean that's a foundational part to any kind of habit formation process and I I think identity plays an underrated role in a lot of the things that we do and motivates us in ways that we're often unaware Mm -hmm. of but tap into it it's really powerful yeah and it's about a lot more than money I think being fulfilled and being successful in life isn't just being rich. And we've talked about that over and over again on this podcast. But if you're feeling fulfilled emotionally, that is all you need sometimes. And so I think that's really awesome. In fact, that's really inspiring because I know in the podcast field, monetization is a big thing. And that's what a lot of people talk about. And I've been to multiple podcast conferences and I've been trying to learn as much as I can about podcasting. And everyone's talking monetization, monetization, monetization. And so it's actually really cool to see the other side of that. Right. Well, I mean, the reason they talk about it is because it, it's only an industry because you can make money yep. through it. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, everything's created because money is the currency that we live off of, you know. Mm-hmm. So 
if yeah if if we were <laughs> if we were trading good vibes with people to you know <laughs> transact in world in this world then you know i think we'd have a lot different kinds of professions across the board <laughs> But yeah, the reality is, is that you need money to get things done. And, you know, fortunately for us, you know, people are building that framework and creating this resource where it's a sustainable industry that we can kind of benefit from it and find our own path in it, you know, even mm -hmm. kind of convert the value in different ways. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I wish good vibes were a currency. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think the world, world would be, would be a, better a lot place. better place. Yeah. We said it at the same <laughs> yeah. time. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you'd like to to bring up or mention to the Success Quest audience? I yeah, I mean, I think just going back to the very beginning where you're like, man, you know, growing a podcast, it's going slow. Like sometimes I get discouraged, but then you know, just like I don't know, it's just because you can't see the value of something in the moment doesn't mean it's providing value. And just because you aren't measure, just because the way that you're measuring something doesn't seem like it's paying off right now does not mean it's not paying off you know so i think that we kind of get we lose sight of the larger picture and the things that we're building the objectives we're trying to accomplish like sure you can kind of think of your key performance indicators being like all right every month i want to grow by 10 percent, so that by x month i'm going to have this audience and whatever like yeah like in business sure that makes sense in podcast if it is a business that makes sense but when it comes to your dreams, your passions, and feeling fulfilled in the way that you spend your energy, it's a long tail game. Like it is not, it's not about the quick fix, the life hacks. It's, it's hypocritical for me to say that because self-improvement daily is a quick, <laughs> quick fix and a life hack. But, but that all, and I guess, no, it makes sense because that all comes together as one component that points to the larger life you're trying to create. And again, it's that consistency of those small things that ends up getting you to that larger objective, that, you know, kind of golden seat down the road that we're all looking for. But just don't don't lose sight of, I don't know, I say this a lot, you know, just give yourself credit. That's what I'd always tell that to people. Just kind of give yourself credit for what you've done and what you're doing because, the, you know, the fact that you're putting yourself out there and you're thinking about it means that you're farther than other people are. And just kind of pat yourself on the back and trust the process. Thank you. That was awesome. And I, I just second that. As long as you're trying and as long as you're getting better, that's what's important. Uh, and sometimes we measure ourselves with the wrong metrics. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I say it also for myself, though. You know, I mean, being able to share that reminds me of like, yeah, this this is what I'm in it mm -hmm. for, you know. So I no, yeah, don't give me too, don't give me too much credit because, you know, there are selfish reasons too. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, of course, everyone can find your podcast. I mean, they're listening to us in a podcast app right now. So I would invite everyone go and search for self-improvement daily. But where else can people connect with you or, or find you online? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, and I encourage everyone to reach out. I mean, I, I talk about building an audience, but it's not that big. Like I respond to every single person that reaches out, you know, and I, I would love to hear from anyone. So the Instagram account for self-improvement daily is just at self.improvement.daily. And then on LinkedIn, if you type in Brian Ford, and then I think UC Davis, which is where I went to college, uh, I'd be the first hit. So reach out, you know, say that you heard me or learned about me on success quest and I'll be sure to make some time and kind of listen and see how we can work together or, you know, make this world a better place. That's what it's all about. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brian. And thanks for being on the show. I know that our audience is going to 
really love what you've talked about today. And I think that it's an important thing to understand what success really is, that it's not just about money, but finding what fulfills you. So thank you so much. No, I appreciate you, Jacob. Thanks for having me on and best of luck to everyone who's listening to this. Go make it happen. I hope you guys all enjoyed that interview. It was an amazing interview and Brian did a wonderful job and gave some really great insights. If you want to learn about anything that we talked about, I'm going to put all the links and all the information in the show notes. So feel free to check that out in your podcast app of choice. The show notes will be right there, or you can also find them at our website, www.mysuccessquest.com. And thank you all for listening. I, I know we say this a lot, but we really do appreciate it. We appreciate that people out there are actually listening to our message and We hope that we can actually make a difference in someone's life. If this episode helped you in any way, feel free to subscribe and share it with someone and definitely leave us a review. That definitely does help. It helps us get a little more exposure. So feel free to give us a review in your podcast app of choice. And thank you for listening and have a successful day.